You're listening to the Conscious Coach Podcast with Amber Smith, episode 23, Being Coachable. Hey, I'm Amber Smith. I'm a wife, a mom, an entrepreneur, and a coach. I spent the first two years of my coaching business using typical marketing strategies. I worked hard. I consistently produced content. I hustled. I took a lot of action. But my business didn't explode until I started applying the energetics of business. Understanding, energy, spirituality, mindset, and wealth consciousness changed everything for me and my business. I stopped growing incrementally and started growing exponentially. This podcast is for coaches who want to develop their intuition, be co-creators in their life, expand their vision, create and feel abundance, and grow a deeper understanding of themselves so they can go deeper with their clients. I named this podcast the Conscious Coach Podcast because here we will elevate your conscious awareness, get you plugged into the energetics of coaching and business, and expand what you currently think is possible. Let's jump in. Hello, welcome back to another episode. Today we're going to be talking about being coachable and I have been sitting on this episode for a long time. I think it is so important to be coachable. If you're listening to this and you're not a coach, very important if you're a client to be coachable. If you're listening to this and you are a coach, I would argue even more important for you to be coachable because when we are coachable ourselves, it makes us better coaches for our clients. And so I just want to kick this off with like the idea when you pay a coach money, it seems like insane that you wouldn't listen, but I see this a lot. It's like you have to listen and apply what you're learning from your coach. You paid them. They have something, some knowledge. They have insights. They can see your blind spot in ways that you can't see yourself. And yet we do this, especially as coaches, because um, you think you knew better. Like I know I've I've seen myself. I try to be really on to myself about this because I'm a coach. I want to be open um, to my blind spots being shine shined on, right? Like I want my coach to show me my blind spots. And so I am always looking like, am I applying what she's telling me? Am I really listening to how she's coaching me? Am I really letting the transformation hit me? Um, because when we're not coachable, we don't make progress. We, we believe in the concept of coaching so much as coaches that we sell it. Right. And so that means when we are being coached, we have to let the process work. And this is the idea of being coachable. So the first thing I have for you is to listen and apply what your coach is working on with you. And you have, you're, you're the only one that knows if you're really listening and really applying what they're saying, but this is a good gut check. Like in your last session, what was your biggest breakthrough you had in your last session? What kinds of things were you going to do differently? You should know that. The next thing I'm going to say is don't assume you already know, especially if you're a coach, like you can't assume, you know, the thought work, you can't assume, you know, where the conversation's going to go. Um, and this is listening with bias, right? Which we all have implicit bias, but be onto yourself. Where is it showing up in your life? What is your coach saying that you haven't fully integrated yet? What is your coach saying that maybe there's, there's more room here to grow into, um, you have blind spots, even as a coach. And like, this is the thing you're always going to have them, right? Like I remember working with someone who was on their way to making seven figures and she hired me cause she's like, I have blind spots and I want you to show me. And I was like, dang, that is so cool. Um, she, she gets it. 
And I think the successful people that I've worked with, I can see that I'm successful because I want my coach to call me out for my blind spots. And so if you're listening to this, like how can you embrace the work even deeper? How can you let the process work on you? How can, how can you let your coach show you your blind spots more? Take your guard down. Um, don't assume you already know, let them coach you. The next thing I want to share is like the, (laughs) the idea that you don't hold back your thoughts. This is something that I've had to get coaching on because I have the perfectionist people pleasing tendencies. And so when I'm being coached, sometimes I try to say the right thing. Maybe you can resonate with this. When I hear this in my clients, I'm like, Hey, stop being the teacher's pet. (laughs) Um, because teacher's pets aren't coachable. Right? If you're trying to give the right answer, you don't give them and you don't offer up thoughts that actually could be coached on. You're trying to give them the right answer. And so I always say, like, give it to me raw, give it to me unfiltered so that I can know what you're really thinking. If you're holding back, we can't do any real coaching because the thoughts that are actually happening in your brain are the thoughts that need coaching, right? The real beliefs, the ones that you don't want people to know, The thoughts you have that you're judging yourself for are the perfect thoughts to be coached on. So don't have teachers' pet tendencies. (laughs) Um, Be unfiltered. Don't hold back thoughts. Especially an experienced coach, they want those kinds of thoughts, Um, even if it might be uncomfortable. And I want to share a story. Um, When I was having a group program, I was changing some things in my business, and one of my clients was pretty upset with me for changing um, my offer, and I was ready for that. And I remember thinking, it's a good thing that I know how to hold space because that could throw me off, right? Like she was upset with me, not just in general, she was upset at me. And I'm glad that I've been getting coaching on, or I had been getting coaching on people pleasing because it could have been easy just to people please her back and say, I'm so sorry or whatever. But what I was able to do was hold amazing space for her to process her emotions about being frustrated with me, being upset with me. And I coached her through it. And I was thinking about like, if she held back those thoughts, she would have just been sitting and stirring and not being able to process. And that's the power of coaching, right? We get to move from one state to another, one emotional state to another, one place in life to another. And I appreciated her ability to just lay it all out there, even though it was really uncomfortable. And so if you need to have a hard conversation with your coach, if you need to say something that's difficult to say, just remember the coach should be able to handle it. And if they can't, I'm not going to go into it, (laughs) but I would evaluate that coaches should be able to hold, hold space even if it's about them. So don't filter your thoughts, bring it to them with sincerity and love, but don't filter it for them. Give it to them straight so that they can coach you. Um, and like I said, I don't think teachers pets, it's just, it just isn't helpful to you. It makes you feel good in the moment, but it isn't, you're not able to experience the deep transformation that's available. If you don't really come to the session and be like, this is what I'm really thinking. This is what's really going on. I remember with my first coach, my first relationship with a coach, (laughs) I would try to pretend that everything was fine. I was embarrassed that I was struggling so much. And I remember thinking like, this is, this doesn't feel right. And I actually didn't get coaching on it, which is really unfortunate because she didn't know. I I was basically people-pleasing her and manipulating the relationship so that I could feel good in the moment. And it wasn't until later that I realized I had a client do this to me. And I was like, hey, you tell me what's really going on or else I can't coach you. And I realized that I had done that too. And so I just want to share that because you might might be in the situation where you're holding back from your coach or trying to be good on the call like a good student. And in entrepreneurship, good students don't get rewarded as much as people who are really willing to go do the work and 
change their limiting beliefs, right? Good students don't get paid a lot of money. Not the kind of money that we can make as coaches and honestly, not the kind of work we get to do. Um, When people say yes to working with you, you get paid, yes, but it means you also get to impact someone's life. So don't try to be a good student. Be a good coach. Be a good entrepreneur. Those are two different skill sets. And so that's you can take that a lot of different ways, but what I want to offer is like being coachable means that you're willing to see things differently. You're willing to be challenged. You're not trying to fit into some formula. This isn't a test, right? This is your life. Like really hear me when I say that this is your life. Even as a coach, like you have your own life. You're, you have goals and ambitions and dreams. And if you try to people please, you miss out on so much opportunity to grow. So many ways you can shift your thinking and create something new. So my big challenge to you is do not people please your coach. Do not come to sessions with the right answer. Come to be coached. The next thing I want to talk about is humility. And this is an interesting concept, especially as coaches, like we teach a lot of confidence. Like you need to be confident as a coach. You need to come professional. You need to come with certainty. You need to lead the conversation, right? You hear a lot of that. But when you are the co- you you are the client, it's time to be really humble and let yourself submit to the process of coaching. Sometimes you're going to get triggered. Sometimes it's not going to feel good. I've had many sessions where I've coached people and they cry, and I hold that space for them because they're going through deep work, and they're so humble, and I'm so in awe of their willingness to go there. It inspired me to talk about it because the, my clients who get the best results come humble. I'm just going to be really honest. They come humble and ready to be coached. Um, They want to listen and apply what we talk about. They don't just come to feel good in our sessions. And there's a huge difference in the kinds of coaching sessions I can do if someone's willing to learn and willing for me to shine a light on their blind spots. And so as a coach, and if you're listening to this and you are a coach, I know we have some non-coach listeners, which is so fun. Thanks for being here. Um, And this can be applied to like not even just your one-on-one coach. This can be applied to like reading a book, right? When you read a book, are you reading to confirm what you already believe? This is really important. Or are you reading for distinctions? Are you reading for something to jump out of the page that you can think differently? Are you reading to confirm what you already know? Are you, or are you looking for thoughts that can change your life? Which means they're thoughts that you don't currently have or believe. Because what you have in your life right now is evidence of beliefs you have in the past. And so if you want something different, it's time to adopt new beliefs. You might need to go back and listen to that. I think I'm going to go back and listen to that because it's really powerful. Um, but this is the game, right? Like we have what we have in our life because of our beliefs. So that means if we want something new, something more empowering, something more exciting, something bigger, we have to adopt beliefs that match that. And so when we read books, when we listen to podcasts, when you're listening right now, are you being coachable right now, right? Are you listening to this and you're just kind of like letting it fall and you're doing the dishes and it's whatever, or are you really listening and letting this change? Sometimes I, I listen to self-help or I read and I realize that I'm doing this, like I'm reading it almost like, um, it's like an article, like it's just no big deal, but I'm like, wait, there's something in here that can change my life. I went on a walk once and I came home and my mom happened to be visiting me and she was like, hey, how was your walk, honey? And I was like, so good. And I, I had like a, like a, a good energy about me and she's like, that's awesome. And I said something that, it just kind of came out of my mouth, but I realized like this is why I'm so successful. I said, every time I go on a walk, I try to come back someone different. And the reason that I grow so fast, the reason that I have had so many quantum leaps in my business and in my life and the clients that I work with that have these kinds of results 
it's because they don't come back the same after every coaching session. They're different. Every book they read, they're different. Every book I read, I'm a different person. At least I really try to really integrate what I learn. And so what if you approached every coaching session that you got coached, right? Like this is about being coachable. This is about you being the client. What if every coaching session you went to, you were determined to be a different person by the end of it? How would your life change? Like this is a high standard, but think about how much life (laughs) how much your life can change, how much growth you can experience if every conversation with your coach, every book you read, every podcast you listened to, you were determined to be different by the end of it. Different forever. Let that hit you. I'm letting it hit me because this is so powerful, right? Like I believe in absolute transformation. I believe people can turn their life around. I've seen it too many times. I've also heard about it too many times. I know people personally, but I also just have heard about transformations in, in the industry that I believe, right? I've seen transformations in my own life. I used to be super shy. Like, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but like when I was little, I could barely call people on the phone without having like a huge anxiety attack where I was like bawling, right? And now I get on live and teach and train and coach and I'm recording a podcast and stuff. And that's like, okay, Amber, that's okay. Like that's when you were a little girl, but like I can share other ones too. Like I used to be a huge people pleaser not that long ago. And now I see myself as someone who serves and I recognize that people pleasing isn't always service. It just keeps the peace. And so I've really changed the way that I control the way that I see myself in relationships. So I'm a believer in coaching, not from theory, from experience, because I'm so coachable. One of the reasons I'm a good coach is because I'm a really good client. And so I want to ask you, are you a really good client? Do you want really good clients? Because if you want really good clients, you better dang be a good client yourself, right? This is the game. There's so many mirrors in our coaching industry. And if you look for them, you're constantly being reflected back the work you have to do on yourself. And I do not want you to take that and beat yourself up. I want you to take that and be re-inspired. I want you to believe in the coaching industry so much that you're willing to be coached yourself hard. There's a there's a line in The Prosperous Coach, a book by Rich Litvin and Steve Chandler, and you've probably heard me talk about it. I love it so much. Um, it talks about like being willing to go deep, but also being willing to pay for, like, for your own coaching in a way that makes you uncomfortable because it puts you into that edge, right? And I remember thinking about that and I was like, yeah, I want, I desire to pay more than I'm comfortable so that I can live into my edge. Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to pay for things that make you uncomfortable? Are you willing to put yourself in experiences and relationships and coaching relationships that put you kind of like on your toes so that you're not comfortable? Our brains love to keep us the same, because same equals safe. But we're not coaches because we want the same. We want something better. And so I, I shared it on my Instagram stories. If you guys follow me on, on Instagram, I was like, this is chill ambition. And I've been thinking about that those two words so much because this is like how I live my life. You're allowed to have a really peace, inner, inner peace, <laughs> like inner peaceful world, right? Like you're allowed to feel good on the inside. You're allowed to feel a lot of joy and sufficiency and fulfillment while you strive for more, while you have that deep ambition. That's what the power of coaching has done for me. It's allowed me to manage my internal world while I strive for something in the external world, right? So, and this is the game. Like 
like I say the game because I, I like that metaphor a lot, right? Like we're playing, this isn't something, um, it's not life and death, it's not super heavy, like this can be fun, this work. While you strive for something external, let's say you wanna hit seven figures, right? Who you have to be on the internal world needs to change, but you can still be chill. You can still have fun. You can still enjoy the process. You don't have to be so serious all the time. You don't have to sacrifice your well-being to create something new on in the external world. And I think this is why I love learning about alignment because on the path to a new external result, which is what we want in business, like a new um, income goal, a client number, an impact goal. Maybe it's like a number of podcast downloads or whatever you, whatever it is for you. Like you have to remember that the internal world creates the external world. So you do have to work, do the inner work. That's what coaching is all about. But it doesn't mean you have to be um, mad at yourself or feel shame or anything to change. You can feel motivated to change just because you love yourself and you know that you can have something better than what you have right now. And this is the work, this is being coachable, right? Like we have to submit to the process or else you're gonna find yourself in situations you don't like, like hating yourself to the next level or being run dry, like you're gonna work to the bone. Like those things are not necessary for success. You just need to be in alignment with what you're trying to create. That's being coachable, right? And I also wanna offer just to close that being coachable also means being coachable with yourself. Instead of being hard on yourself, what if you just coached yourself? like? When I show up to a, a client call, I love them so much. I'm not judging them. I'm not being mean to them, even if I do call them out on their stuff, right? And we can do that same thing with ourselves. We can hold ourselves to a higher standard without feeling awful. We can raise the bar in how we show up in our life and the way we talk to ourselves without shame. We can change without being motivated by self-loathing. This is really important. Can you coach yourself instead of punish yourself? Can you coach yourself instead of shame yourself into changing? This is the this is what it's about for me is like being coachable to myself, to my coach, to my mentors. And it has changed my life and I think it'll change your life. It probably already has in a lot of ways. And if you're listening to this and you are coachable, I hope this was just an awesome reminder to reinforce what you're already doing. But if you notice that you haven't been coachable, I hope you commit to being coachable on your next call or in the next book you read, in the next podcast you listen to. It'll change your life. Um, and this is, I honestly think, being humble enough to witness ourselves being coachable and being coached will change your life and it'll make you a better coach. So I hope you found this helpful. I will see you in the next episode. <laughs>